Hey everyone, welcome to episode one. Today, we're lucky enough to get a close friend of mine, a finance titan, a chef, and an artist all on the show. His name, Yanni Marku. How are you, brother? Good, Dorian. How are you? Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. I, you have so in much my own house. <laughs> Thanks for coming in my own house and ruining my Saturday morning with this. No, I'm joking. Uh, guys, so. Appreciate you being here. Oh, my pleasure. So, guys, people who don't know, Yanni and I are very close friends. We live in the same building. Um, I'm that neighbor that knocks at all times of the day. Uh, but I think um, it's good. I learned a lot from you. So, I, I, I think you'd be an amazing guest for the show today. So, how did we meet? Let, let people know because it's an, a crazy story. Oh, man. I think, oh, no, I think, I know. Uh, we were walking up the, um, we had, a, we had. I think the elevators are down. I don't know how many times they're down in this in this building, but that's the that's that's what happens when you live in a condo. But um, the elevators are down, and I was coming up the stairs with Hermes. I think it was like the third time that day. <laughs> and uh, you're coming down the stairs. I think we met on the fifth floor. I mean, maybe the fourth floor. My lucky number, number four, maybe. It's number four. Number four, <laughs> my lucky number, the fourth floor. So I knew it was, it was meant to be. Like, I was love at first sight. But uh, I was coming up the stairs, you were coming down, and uh, we met. And when I when we start chatting, like, I just knew that something told me. I don't know what we were talking about, but it was, just, it was just something that told me. Like, I looked at you, and I'm like, I'm going to mentor this boy. I'm going <laughs> to give him some uh, guidance and advice. I think he needs it. No. I'm joking, but yeah, it was uh, it just, we hit it off, which is great. Well, you know what? The funny thing is, is ever since we did meet, you've single-handedly helped build my stock portfolio, but I also think the biggest thing you really helped with is my mindset. So I, I'd like you to, number one, start off about a little bit about yourself, um, where your career started, where you went to school, just so people get a little bit of a background of you. Yeah, for sure. Um, I was born and raised in Toronto, and uh, my parents were immigrant uh immigrants from greece um they opened up a restaurant at the time like sinclair in caledonia um and uh they all came here with their 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 brothers and sisters at the time so they had a restaurant on sinclair and we lived there for five years and my mom had this crazy idea so born raised in the city lived on sinclair went to um, went went to school there but my mom had the craziest idea I think I was like five six years old and she wanted to move back to Greece so she convinced my dad and uh, we picked up sold everything moved to Greece which was like the worst thing at that time like I remember I was young and I didn't want to leave right obviously you're born and raised in the city you're you have your friends here and we picked up sold everything but moved to Greece for two years and pretty much lost everything, right? Because everything my parents, you know, uh, uh, worked for at the time and saved up. Um, we moved to Greece, came back, sold everything. Uh, uh, sorry, sold everything here. Moved to Greece, lost everything, and came back. So when we came back, we had to restart our life, and uh, we opened up another restaurant. Um, I, we had to start from scratch again, but uh, it was uh, it was an experience, and I think it made me who I am today. Because I always look back, like if I didn't have the experience in Greece um living there for two years and uh it maybe wouldn't have made me who i am today but then i also think if i stayed here how would life have mm -hmm. been or if we stayed in greece how would yeah. life have been i don't know but that's the beauty of life right you just don't know so those little experiences you know change you even though i love greece as a as a 
country to go visit. I'm proud to be, you know, a Greek background, ethnicity, but um, I'm proud to be Canadian. Like this country has made, you know, my family, me, um, and I'm grateful. So again, born, raised here. That was my story during that time. We came back, we started over, um, and my parents always pushed me to go to university. Like that was the number one key um, in, in life because, you know, they didn't have had that opportunity. Like they are immigrants, didn't have the opportunity back home. They came here for a better life and uh, pushed us. So I went to U of T, mm-hmm. you know, during the time I was, uh, you know, when I was in high school, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I remember turning to my dad and like, like, what do I take in uh, university? Right. And he, and, and he's like, you know, you're good in math. So take, take, take engineering, go into engineering. So I went to U of T for engineering the first year and realized that like, fuck, I hate this. Like I was yeah. a 90% student in high school, but U of T, I was just barely holding on the first year. And you know, if you go first year in your first year university, it's the, it's a big culture shock and change. Yeah of like high school, right? So even though you, you think you're prepared, you're not. So went to U of T first year, I did engineering, and then I transferred into business. Um, and I specialized in finance. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what I studied during the, you know, for my for my undergrad. Amazing. And, and from there, you obviously had to, I know you wanted to get into obviously the, the investment side of banking. Um, was it an easy process or how did that go about? How did you find your, your amazing job on, on at TD and then transfer out of TD and, and now work for an, another amazing company? During the time of like high school, university, I had a part-time job. I was there for like 11 years. It was, it was a hardware store mm-hmm. uh, or lumber store, Beaver Lumber. And I worked there for 11 years. And I remember like it taught you the grind. It taught you like, you know, the, the hard work, hard work, focus, being loyal to the company at the time, just being there for that long. Um, so that kind of was my, my my part-time job. But during that time, when I wanted to get into finance, um, I wanted to get on Bay Street. I w- was trying to switch after graduating university. Yeah. I was trying to get a job in the banks. And it was so hard because if you don't know anybody, you know what it is in life. Like if you know somebody, it actually is a big bonus. But I knew no one in finance. I knew no one in the banking. Yeah, I have my undergrad degree. But... Um, I wanted to get on Bay Street and how do I do it? So I remember maybe I start off by like uh, applying to the bank, mm-hmm. the bank branches, right? So I remember applying into like TD, Royal, CIBC, BMO, all these bank branches, trying to get a teller job and I couldn't get a job. So I said, fuck it. During that time I was working at the, the, the hardware store. Uh, we didn't, I mean, email, we had email, but yeah. it was like you, when you wanted a job, you'd have to fax your resume in. So I remember going home. I didn't, actually didn't even go home. I went brought like a, one of my, like a USB port or a chip, mm-hmm. went to work, um, at my part-time job. I remember going in and like pulling up my resume, printing it off and then faxing it. I went through the phone book <laughs> and I would just look on Bay street. And I looked at all the big firms and I just faxed my resume, called them yeah. like a cold call, uh, talking to the branch manager and faxed my resume to, I'm going to say 20 to 30 firms. Wow. And, uh, from my part-time job and uh when i wasn't probably supposed to i should have been probably working and uh, i uh, i landed a one guy on bay street one from cibc at the mm-hmm. time um gave me a, an opportunity i just don't know how i got it but saw my resume called me in i interviewed and i, I landed a job at uh, at cibc at the time so 
how how the banks are separated is there's the the bank side so the like the, the 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 branches the bank branches the investment side so the advisors where you go invest your money and then the the dealer which is called like the investment banking arm where is where you do sales trading investment banking and research and i always wanted to get into the the dealer side it's like kind of the the echelon of the bank where everyone kind of wants to end up right mm -hmm. so i got hired on the wealth management side and uh one guy gave me opportunity um cibc and during that time uh, I was there and I took the job, not because that's where I wanted to be, but I knew it was a step into the door. Once you're in a firm, mm -hmm. you can, you have access to all the job listings within the firm. So I took that job initially knowing where I wanted to be. And that was in sales and trading. So while I was there, I, you know, did my one, one and a half, two years in, in the, in the, the, in wealth management. And during that time I was applying into roles uh, on the trading desk. And I got accepted for, not accepted, I applied for one role. It was, it was sales and trading mm -hmm. on the trading side in, in FX currency. And there was a hundred people applied for the job and it was, came down to two people, me and another guy or a girl. I don't know who it was my competition, but, um, the other individual ended up getting the job. And I remember during that time is like, like I was so upset, so hurt. And yeah. I, I, I wanted to give up. I'm like, shit, like I'm never going to get on the training desk. And, um, I lost out that job. I found out some feedback. I lost out the job because I wasn't bilingual, mm -hmm. even though I was, I just didn't pay attention to French class in high school. <laughs> who did? But who did, right? Who would have thought like being bilingual, I spoke Greek, but that didn't take, it didn't give of me course. the advantage, right? But I, uh, I lost out because I didn't, mm -hmm. I wasn't bilingual fluently, right? So then I was so discouraged and I'm like, Fuck, do I give up? Like, do I just stay where I am? But it wasn't my end goal. So I ended up, applying at another job, I think a year later on the train desk and I end up getting it right. Um, so I think it came down to just focus, determination and knowing where I wanted to be my end goal and just achieving it until you just, just don't give up until you get it. Right. And that's kind of how, what's been ingrained from us, from our parents. Right. Did you find that the interview process, although obviously they interviewed a hundred people, so you must've been good enough to make top two. Did you find years and years after that you, interviews became easy and easier or was it just one of those things where you had a knack for interviewing and connecting with people look i was always a social guy and i always was socially like you know that's that's what we you know mm -hmm. coming from a european background like being in the restaurant business my parents were were you're always in front of customers right so you just learn to just be social and talk right so i think what made me really excel like i remember taking interviews that i didn't even want just to practice my interview skills because i believe that when you sell yourself you got to sell yourself to get a job right mm -hmm. you can have the best credentials the best resume the smartest individual but if you can't be be comfortable in that setting um like it it kind of hurts you right so i was very very good at interview i remember doing like 10 interviews before i landed that job that i wanted um and I just did them because just to practice, right? Practice, even though if I got the opportunity, maybe I would have taken a job, but it was just more of practicing, practicing. And then when it came down to um, getting the job that I wanted, I transferred from the wealth management side to the trading desk. Um, I, I think it was a year later. And what helped me was just perfecting that, that social that social skill, that interaction, that interview, like people hire people they like, right? Like at the end of the day, they you want to work with friends. Yeah. You want to work with someone that you could see yourself working with, right? Mm -hmm. You can have the best credentials, the smartest, but if you're not socially, you don't have that click. It's like any relationship, right? If you don't have that connection, then like 
you could look great on paper, but it doesn't work. Right. So, um, it was that connection. So I, I believe like, um, uh, I mean, again, I haven't interviewed in a long time because I've been in the industry for 20 years, but I believe that initially what got me there is just being just this socially capable and like being, you know, uh, uh, I gravitate, gravitate to people. Right. Do you feel like that's why a lot of universities now, or even law schools or post-grad, they're starting to see not only what you do in school, but also your extracurriculars. Like for example, if you volunteer, if you run a company, do you feel like that's why they start to go that direction? Because, um, when I was in university, for example, and we were in accounting class, there used to be students in accounting class, hundred percent, no problem. They knew the numbers. They could break it down. No, like with, with ease. However, when it came to explaining it to clients, they would freeze, they would panic. They wouldn't be able to voice it, voice out their opinion and their thoughts. Um, and, and other, other individuals like myself where, yes, I knew the numbers, but not at their caliber, but I was able to, I guess, relay it and, and speak to it very fluently. It put me in a better position. Would you say that's why universities go in that direction now? Yeah. I mean, look, during university, like again, coming out of high school, I was like an A plus student in university. I was like a B student, but, um, you know, it's like, because during the time of university, my parents always taught us balance, like mm -hmm. balance was the key. So, you know, be good, a little, be good at a little bit of everything. Right. So I was like, you're good at student, but you also have to know your street smarts. Right. So like they made us work part-time jobs during university to help you know, pay for university. Right. Uh, I mean, they paid for most of it, but they taught us like the value of working hard and helping out. Right. So I was just always balanced. Like I was a good student. Um, but I also had the, the other side of me where it's like, you know, you're social, you're, you're, you, you know, you help others. You, you're just a, a good balance of, 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 of a human being, I guess. <laughs> like, so that, that taught me, um, and helped me a lot. Right. So again, being a good student is great, but I think you need a little bit of everything, right? Just to, just to, uh, and that's when I, when I look back and go back to like friends at university, the people that are successful, mm -hmm. were not necessarily the A plus students. Like most of them were like, you know, B low A students, smart individuals, but they had a little bit of everything. So I, I will say the one thing that I should really admire from you is your demeanor and the balance. So I know we just touched upon it a little bit, but I want to get more in depth on how, like you're always relaxed. You're always calm, cool, and collected. Like I remember when we first met, it was the start of COVID. Stocks took a, what, a 40% hit, maybe even more. And you were just even keel. You're like, listen, I've seen this before. I'm experienced. And you handled it with such ease and such care. And I know that's something that you try to instill in me where, you know, some days we get kicked in the face a thousand times by clients or by certain situations. Um, and other days you're flying high, you sell everything. So I, I want I want you to talk about how you find balance and not only with um, your mindset, but I know you do other activities like art and, and cooking to kind of give yourself some some relaxation time. So talk talk more about that, please. Yeah, like I always tell people to if you want to think about life and understand life, like zoom out on a stock chart of any company, successful company, and look at the chart stock chart. There's, there's ups and downs, but the, the upward momentum, the upward trend is upwards, right? The, the trend is upwards usually. So, but you have those dips. So, um, if you can understand in life, like that there's, there's ups and downs, I mean, that's what trading taught me, um, in finance, but you just got to stay poised, right? And you got to stay focused. You got to stay balanced. You guys can't stay, keep, keep on track. Right. And that's, uh, that's, that's 
I think life as in general is like, if you want something, you focus on it and nine times out of 10, you will probably get it. And if you, that one time out of 10, you don't get it, it probably wasn't meant to be right. So I always learn to stay focused and I finance, um, trading that I, what I do taught me that. Right. So it's like, it's a, it's a good indication of what you again, pull it on, 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 on the best stock chart, Google, the biggest companies, Google, uh, uh Apple, like, uh, you know, look at their stock charts and they have their often ups and downs, but at the end of the day, from where they started to where they are today, upward trend. Why? Because they focus on their, their, their game plan. They focus on their business plan and they, they, they are where they are today. So I always look at life as that. So when COVID happened, you know, you take, you take a, a shitty situation and turn it positive. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not the end of the world. Like obviously you don't want to get sick and, 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 you know, that be like, like a, a hit to you, but like, if you're healthy and you know, when the market was down 30, 35%, um, in one month, like the key is, okay, I know my end game. I know where this is going to be in 10 years from now, unless I think a company is, 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 uh, not worth investing in and it's going to go to zero. I'm going to pull up. I, if I think in life, a relationship is not worth it. I'm going to pull up, right? It's just like, you always look at the situation and be like, where do I see this in five, 10, 20 years from now as an investment? Right. And, uh, I always look at life like that. Right. I always think stay even keel because it's, it's, you know where you you it should be right i mean you might be wrong sometimes but if you just stay focused i think the the end goal you'll be you'll be will be what you want of course and i and i think this relates to for to my career as well in real estate where you know you look around and you see people making very good money for example at the banks or in in other entrepreneurial settings and sometimes you look like I had such a hard week. Like I lost three offers, you know, we didn't sell the listing. We had, it just didn't work out. But I think when you stay focused, you can always rely on the fact that you love what you do, that even if you have the off times, the good days outset the bad days. And, and that's what keeps you going and, and keeps that upward trend. Like you just said, but with that said, I think this should lead into the next topic where you had a little bit of a, a little bit of a not rough patch. Um, but you went from you know TD to now a, a, a smaller company yet a very successful company. Um, can you talk more about your mindset behind that and and all of that stuff? Um, yeah, so I started off at CIBC. I worked there for like two years. Uh, sorry, no, uh, three years. Um, and then I uh, doing sales and trading. Um, more, I always want to be on the on the on the trading side. So when I got into the investment banking side, I want to be on the trading side. But when I got that job finally on the trading desk from wealth management i uh i took it was a sales job and i'm like Fuck, but i really want to get into trading and okay that's kind of what i want to do but then when i got there and, and and started working for about a year year and a half i really gravitated to sales yeah so literally it's trading but you deal with the client right um uh so you're, you know your, your desk is your, your trading desk but you talk to the client yeah. when, you, when you transact so i uh i uh I wanted to be a trader, but I gravitated to sales. And then from there, I, uh, I think it was three years, three and a half years, four years later, I got a call from TD securities mm -hmm. and they called me and one, you know, they heard about me on the street and they wanted to start well, the business that we had at CIBC go start at TD. Yeah. Um, and during that time, I, there was a training job open at CIBC that I applied for. It was like literally just, everything was thrown at you. So you had an offer to go to another firm, more money uh, or take the job that you really, really wanted at the end. And you are where you want, but that you want to be 
a trader, take that job and, and run with it. So I remember my career was excelling uh, in sales and I turned down the trading job at CIBC and went to TD for, um, for sales. And, uh, and then that's when my career really, really took off. Right. Yeah. Um, so at the end of the day, it's, it's, uh, I look back and I'm like, it, it, it kind of made me who I am today by, you know, learning, just, just going through the process and learning, like, uh, you know, you want one thing, but sometimes life gives you, takes you in the opposite direction. You make a decision. Do you go in the direction or not? And I made the choice to go and it panned out, uh, panned out. So that worked out very well for you. Um, but now I guess people want to be more caught up today. You work for YTM Capital. Tell me more about that tra transition from TD to YTM Capital, because I think your story will, will obviously give the, the listeners a lot of spark, a lot of advice and how to push through some adversity and some hard times. Yeah. So I was at the banks total of 15 years. And then when you, when, when you work for a big corporation, big company, when you're at the highest level, um, I was the head of the desk. Uh, people come after you at the end of the day, people come, want what you have. Um, and there was a, the guy who hired me ended up leaving the firm. So there's a new individual in there and I'm not saying we didn't see eye to eye, but it's just, he has a different plan. Right. And, uh, so a, a business that you started now the, the head guy who's on top of you comes in as a different individual, um, wants to bring their own people in their own person. So people are coming after your job, new individual. I made a decision to leave the firm. I got recruited by a hedge fund, a hedge fund that I work for, for now, um, leave the firm. But the problem with leaving the firm is that you got to take a step back, right? Um, because you're at a high level at the bank where you're making great money and to take this risk and you're not happy anymore. Um, money is not happiness, right? Money makes things in life easier, but for sure. And money's great, but it, money's not everything. So at the end of the day, I made a decision three years ago to leave the a TD and start off at a smaller boutique hedge fund, which a lot of guys do at the end of their career, like doing sales and trading at the bank for like 15 years, it, it takes a toll on you. It's a very stressful job. That's again, going back to having a balanced life, right? Yeah. Like that's why I do the, the, the art on the side, the, uh, the, the, the love cooking. I mean, I, I love music. So it's like the right, uh, right brain, left brain, like the right brains, your artistic, your left brain is, is your, your, my, my job. So it balances me out. Right. So I, I think it's very important to have that. So I ended up leaving, um, TD took a step back in my career, you know, and, uh, on a financial basis, but long-term obviously it's, it's worked out, but it's like that step back to move forward. So I was, I was never scared to give up something at the time that was good, but I wasn't fulfilled at the, uh, uh, to my fullest. And I wasn't, I'm not gonna say I wasn't happy, but I was ready for the next challenge. So I took less money to go to a boutique firm, start the business again, like I did when I left CIBC to TD. Um, and, uh, and it's panned out. Right. But during that time, the first year, two years, I was, I would lie in bed and think of myself, like, what the hell did I do? Like I had an amazing corporate job, but even though it's, it's still in the same industry, it was, uh, it was, it, it was tough, right? You got to battle through that, 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 those decisions that you make in life that change life. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but again, I stuck to it. I stayed focused, I stayed balanced and I knew the end goal again. Um, and it's paid, it paid off. Right. And did you notice that, um, cooking and doing a little bit of art, I guess, made things not easier for you, 
but put less pressure, less stress because you're for someone who went through that type of adversity where, you know, you're going at the pinnacle of your career at one of the most admired jobs, if you're going to an equally exciting career at YTM Capital, did you notice that there was that that the arts and and the cooking helped you stay, I guess, calm, cool, and collected, like you normally are every day, but to more of an extreme extent? Look, I focus on my career. I do my research. I do my uh, uh, my um, analysis seven in the morning till five. So the market's open from nine thirty to four. But you do a little pre market. You do a little post market wrap up, uh, pre market analysis, post market wrap up, and then once the day is done, I always make sure I do something that triggers the other side of the brain, right? Um, and whether that's cooking, whether that's art, whether that's you know, uh, uh, listening to music, just be creative in any, 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 any form that like you, you'd like to do. And it's just helped me literally relieve stress, uh, be balanced, be focused, be intrigued in different, different fields, different projects, different like loves, um, and, uh, our passions. And it's, it's made, it's made me who I am today. Right. It's, uh, like people always ask me like, what made you successful? And again, hard work, loyalty, being smart. Sure. Yeah. Those play a, play a huge role, but, um, I'm very balanced, which I noticed because you always, you know what, having someone like you in my life, I think it's it, like, there's not enough value on it. Like you're, you're phenomenal. You teach me balance. For example, like I come to you some days and I'm like as frustrated as I possibly can be. Although I never show it to other people. I, I, I try to keep it as rapid as possible. You always say like, Dorian, relax. Tomorrow's a new day. You love what you do. Things will hit, come back to you. So obviously when you're telling me that, you practice it in your own life. So I think ever since you taught me how to cook, although I'm not good at it, you know, I burn pretty much everything I make, but I, I try and, and it gives me like a little bit of an outlet. And even something like, for example, candles. I started lighting candles at night. It's soothing. It's relaxing. And I noticed that that's kind of like my escape. So that leads me on to like the biggest question that I'm going to, I'm going to ask all everyone. And I'm sure the listeners want to hear is what's one piece of advice you'd give the younger, younger Yanni. I always say, like, like, follow your passion at the end of the day, when you're passionate about something, no matter what it is, you will be successful. That's a hundred percent like facts. Like, whether it's being, whether it's cooking, whether it's being, whether it's being music, whether it's, you know, paint, whether it's art, like if you want to be whatever you want to be, just be focused and be determined. And I, I, you will probably get it right. It's like, never give up on like your, 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 what you want, just go after it. Like, don't be scared. Don't, don't, uh, get set back by the pullbacks. Don't get, uh, the setback. Sorry. Don't be, don't be, uh, you know, discouraged. Um, like, again, I always go back to like the chart of a stock, just pull it out and look at it. Life is ups and downs, right? Like the last two years, I lost both my parents. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and I've gone through those, those, those heartaches and pain teach you to move forward and focus and, you know, keep doing what you're doing, um, you know, overcome adversity. Um, and it, you know, it's, it's, it's like, again, never give up, right. Never give up. And at the end of the day, it's like, that's what, what what's, what was ingrained as, to me and my my uh, siblings mm -hmm. when we were younger, just just focus and work hard and never give up, and that's helped out, right? And I, I mean, I've gone through the ups and downs in my life, you know, from like you know leaving from being in the finance industry uh, at the two best banks in in Canada, leaving, starting over, 
working hard, hard, hard. My career at YTM's taken off. Then I lose both my parents. It's like those setbacks that make you who you are today. Even going back, leaving Canada, going to Greece, coming back to Canada. It's like the ups and downs, right? Yeah. If you get get start, get discouraged on the downs, you'll never see the ups, mm-hmm. right? And um, it's it's uh, uh, you know life is life is weird. Life Even is this crazy, COVID, right? Look at this COVID. Like uh, look at COVID. Like a lot of people have struggled, but at the end of the day, it's if you stay positive and stay focused. I mean, I think it's. Uh, You'll succeed. Everything, everything, yeah, you will succeed. Well, Yanni, you're someone I really admire, so I really appreciate you taking the time to be here. Um, and I'm sure the listeners are going to have a thousand questions. So where could they find you if they do have questions? Social media, like, are you? No, no, I'm too old. For you're that. too old for that. I'm too eh? old for social media. <laughs> you're gonna have to call me yeah, so I can just, connect you to. Yeah, <laughs> Anyways, call, call, call Dory. <laughs> Thank you, Yanni. I appreciate your time um, and have a good day. You too. Thanks, brother.